The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the NaNoWriMo prep series that we're doing here on the Expensive Words Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to talk about something that is quite dear to my heart. And I really think that if you can implement this in every uh, area of your life, you'll be better off. And this is the thing you should do to prep for NaNoWriMo, besides like planning your plot, planning your character arc, uh, figuring out how many words you need per chapter, how many words you need per day, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Which you shouldn't say et cetera twice, because that's a repetition, a redundancy. Uh, If you, yeah, I really love Parks and Rec, and John Ralphio randomly sings things, so... That's why I do it, if you're wondering. And my husband and I do it literally all the time, which probably drives some people crazy. But oh, well, the the people who like us, they love it. They laugh. Um, So I want to talk about figuring out how to mentally get rid of some of the anxiety you have around participating in NaNoWriMo by surrounding yourself with lovely things and Of course, also lovely people help. It helps to have a good support system. We're going to be talking about that uh, in another couple episodes. But today, what I want to talk about is finding the things you need in order to be the most productive as far as like physical goods and also uh, thinking about where you're going to write. So this is something that I do. I spend money on pens. Okay, I have been using... uh, the Papermate Ink Joy Gel uh, 0.7 pens. I got a new pack in the mail today, and I got like the rainbow pack from Amazon. It cost $12 because I'm a Prime member because why wouldn't I be a Prime member? I buy so much stuff on there. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to spend these $12. And the I kind of have to like justify every expense to myself right now because – uh, we're going through like a very tight time of money. We just had to pay property taxes on three different properties. And if you're wondering like, what's the drawback to owning a bunch of properties? Well, I would say not being able to find tenants because of COVID and then having to pay property taxes out of your own pocket, which it's it was really tight. But we just got two new tenants finally in our student housing um, because we know at this point that some schools are not going to be closing all the way or they'll have like alternate online options. But anyway, so we just paid property taxes and it's been really, really tight. I'm not exaggerating at all. And uh, so I was like, okay, do I really need these ink joy pens? And the truth is 
I do. And the reasoning that I gave myself for needing these pens is my hands have been hurting so much. I have tendonitis in both hands from uh, playing. I think it's from playing cymbals and drum and bugle corps. My hands will get to the point where I can't do anything. Like I can't take off uh, my jacket or like button a button or write one word on a piece of paper, especially my right hand because I'm right handed. Uh, It will just like it will I will experience piercing pain inside of it. And so I have braces, I have creams, I have uh, ice packs, you know, I do all these things. But the thing that I found that was really irritating my hand more than anything else recently is that my pens were too hard to use. And you're like, that sounds really weird. And I normally use Atlantis because they're extra smooth, but just with all the hand pain I've been experiencing, I switched back to the Inkjoy, even though they're more expensive, because they just write so smoothly. And I've been taking a ton of notes uh, because I'm doing this crazy course uh, through ClickFunnels called the One Funnel Away Challenge because I'm trying to get out some really cool products I've been working on for the last uh, five months. And so my hands were just like killing me. I couldn't cook dinner two nights in a row because I just, I couldn't move my hands at all. I couldn't write, I couldn't type, I couldn't do anything. So I got my Inkjoy pens, which have been saving me uh, from having to ice my hand as often or having to use the cream as often. But also I got the rainbow pack because I like to color code my notes. And I know that about myself. And I know that, like, okay, I'm looking for the thing that has red writing here, da 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 when I'm going back and doing exercises, which I've been doing, like, an exercise every single day for the OFA course. And so I know that I will do better and I will perform better if I have things that, that, I, that look good, that go with my system, that help my hand, right? Uh, but, like, that's what I want you to think about. And I also have... Uh, Moleskine notebooks. I buy those in three packs because they're very easy to use. I can write on the cover. I buy like the cashier ones so you can write on the cover. They're not like the thick ones. Uh, Those are like one of my favorite things for note taking. I also have these uh, really pretty uh, paper folders that have like flower prints on them, really graphically bold and colorful prints where I keep my worksheets. I prefer to work on physical worksheets. I like to hand write out my ideas. That's part of my process. Uh, Like for nonfiction, I'll mind map it. And I color code the mind map. Of course, of course I do. And for fiction, I have worksheets that I use. And I like to fill those out on actual paper. And then I keep them in the notebook, which is pretty. And every time I use it, I feel happy inside. But I use it quite often as I'm going through a project. And so I have that. I have like my little motivational uh, art in my office. I have a quote from uh, Streams in the Desert, which is I made into paper art. And it says, hold on my heart, hold on, hold out, which is like for me, keep going, Kristen, you can do this, don't give up. And then I also have a little uh, framed piece of art by Andy J. Pizza, who's awesome. And it says, the sky is the limit to your learning capacity. And I need that because sometimes I'm feeling a little bit old and tired. And I'm trying to learn all these crazy things I've never done before through uh, the OFA challenge. And also when, you know, I was going through my copy editing certificate program. So uh, I also have like a Contigo water thing. It's like the 16 ounce one. So it's taller and it has the straw because uh, 
if you listen to the biggest mistake storytellers make, you heard me confess that I'm very klutzy and clumsy uh, and I spill water all over myself all the time. So I finally got like a cup with a straw because I can't afford to spill water on this amazing equipment that I'm using right now and uh, or, or on my fancy keyboard that I have. That's something else. Like, listen, I'm not saying go out and buy a bunch of stuff. Sorry, that's that means my kids are home. Let me silence that. Uh, so I'm not going to go out and spend a bunch of money for NaNoWriMo, and I don't advise that you do that either. Um, but get something, like, it could be that you're spending $20 at Target. If you don't have $20, go spend $5 at Dollar Tree. And just make sure that you have new things, like new pens, new notebooks, new folders, things that make you feel excited for the work that you're going to do. You can hear my dogs running around like crazy because two of my kids just got home. The other kid was already home. Uh, and so I also got this really cool keyboard from Travis last Christmas, even though he always complains about how loud it is. And it's the low free keyboard. And, uh, you know, I find actually that I get less carpal tunnel symptoms when I'm using a type typing keyboard instead of like the flat nothing keyboard on my laptop, which is strange. Um, but that's just what I find. And like I said, I have issues with my hands. So listen, I'm not advocating for you to go buy a $100 keyboard for yourself because you're doing NaNoWriMo because I know money's tight for most people right now. But uh, do what you can to surround yourself with things that are going to give you, uh, as Marie Kondo would say, sparks of joy while you're working because those little pieces of joy can carry you really far when you're attempting something as difficult as NaNoWriMo. And I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to tell you that NaNoWriMo is so easy. It's not easy, especially if you've never done it before. But just because something is hard doesn't mean it's bad. And I have a quote from Andy J. Pizza's dad on my wall that says, life is hard, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Hard and bad are not the same thing. And uh, so I have that also up on my wall because I want to attempt difficult things all the time. And that's because that's how I grow. So if you want to grow as a writer, NaNoWriMo is a difficult thing, but it is the thing that can make you better as a writer, as a storyteller. So you need to surround yourself with things that will remind you that, yes, you're attempting something hard, but you can find joy in it as you're going through the journey and you're expecting that growth to come out of it. You should also find supportive people to be around. I'm really, I'm really going to be sad that I'm not going to any write-ins this year because I absolutely adore them. I love them so much. Uh, last year, I went to a couple and it was awesome. And yeah, like I said, I can't. I just can't this year, which makes me sad. But next year, I'm definitely going to do it. And hopefully we won't have all the COVID restrictions any more than I don't, I, I, I know it's hard, right? It's hard being socially isolated and it's just getting worse again all over the world, not just in the U.S. And I have so many people that I know that have COVID right now and it's really, uh, they're like young and strong and it's really hitting them hard. So for people who are like, no, it doesn't make you that sick, I would beg to differ now that I see my 20-something friends really struggling through it and, like, can't move off the couch, and <laughs> it's just pretty intense. So please, please do your best to stay safe because I care about you and I want you to be safe. Uh, so 
remember, things that give you joy, things that uh, make you look forward to writing, people who are going to encourage you not say, I don't understand why you're trying to do this thing. It's so hard. Why would you do this? I don't, I don't understand why storytelling is so important to you. Just kind of try to avoid those people as much as you can during the month of November. Uh, I know it's hard because Thanksgiving is going to happen. I always try to give myself a buffer around. If I'm being honest, I make sure that I finish NaNoWriMo by August 20, I mean August, by November 21st, because I know my anniversary is coming, my wedding anniversary, and then Thanksgiving. And sometimes it's on the same day because we got married on Thanksgiving weekend because... My maid of honor, Sar, was working for a place that I can't say she was working for, and that was the only time she could get off. So we we literally <laughs> did our whole wedding around whether she would be able to be there or not, which I definitely do not regret because it was very important to me that she be there. And I was supposed to see her over the summer, but COVID happened. So maybe, hopefully soon. That would be so awesome. Um, Sar, I don't know if you're listening to this, but I miss you, and I can't wait till we see each other again. So, yeah, and Sar is actually one of those people who's like, I can't believe you're actually writing like we talked about when we were younger, and that's so cool, and she's so encouraging, which is awesome. And I know that if she wasn't uh, using all her brain power to raise two amazing kids and solve a lot of secret problems that I'm not allowed to know about for this country, that uh, she would be probably writing amazing stuff too. So maybe eventually I'll convince her to write something because her brain is full of awesome things. And so is yours. Your brain is full of awesome things. And I'm so excited for you to experience NaNoWriMo if you're doing it this year. And listen, if you're not doing it, which I'm not saying you have to do it, but if you're not, you should still try to encourage people who are doing it because you know what it's like to write and write and edit. And of course, there's no editing in NaNoWriMo if you're trying to write 50,000 words. You don't have time for any self-editing. But so do your best to encourage people, whether it's online or in person, you can go on Instagram and just be like, hey, uh, to all the writers, all my fellow writers who are out there doing NaNoWriMo this year, I can't do it, but I'm cheering you on because people will see it and they'll be like, yay, that makes me so happy. And I'm sure hashtag NaNoWriMo 2020 is already starting to trend because it's getting close. I can taste it. No, I can't. I can't actually taste it. All I can taste is some pistachios that I just had as a snack. Uh, <laughs> but so that's that's the thing. People that bring you joy, things that bring you joy. And, you know, buy, buy an expensive more. Well, I guess like this is not so expensive, right? It's like a dollar a pen for the Papermate uh, Ink Joy gels, which are on Amazon. They were on sale. So, but, you know, like, I don't normally buy pens that cost a dollar a piece because I go through pens crazy. But, you know, just kind of kind of do like a little treat yourself NaNoWriMo 2020 if you're participating this year because you deserve to have the best setup for the resources you have so that when you start writing, you have those little reminders and I wish I wish I would have been able to do it this year, but uh, I just got a bunch of stickers. Uh, half of them were damaged, and PrintPlace.com would not 
would not replace any of the damaged ones, so I won't be ordering anything from them ever again because they just proved to me that they do not care about small business owners. But um, I got a bunch of stickers that say your story matters, and they're so cool, and I put one on my own laptop because I need that reminder too. So hopefully next year I'll be able to send out some swag to all of the literary symmetry community who are participating in NaNoWriMo, which that's going to be NaNoWriMo 2021, which is going to be awesome. So that's all I have for this episode. In the next episode, we are going to talk about planning versus plantsing and pantsing and what those are and what I recommend you do if it's your first time attempting NaNoWriMo. Or maybe it's your third time, but you've never tried planning before. I'm going to try to get you to plan, okay? That's, that's my thing. People hate that. They get so irritated and mad at me. But if you haven't tried it ever, you should at least try it once. But yeah, more about that in the next episode. And remember, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. And also, your story matters. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. Happy writing.